Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Football talk here at Quick Snaps. I'm multitasking, so I'm having a hard time focusing because I'm not very smart. I'm re- I'm retweeting the the link for the thing so people can see us and more. Okay, I'm focused. boy. I'm doing trying to do all the homework. Hey everybody, what a great weekend in football! Uh, unless you you know you're managing one of my fantasy teams. Uh, <laughs> everything else was great and interesting and fun. Uh, the the Arthur Blank. Gets the ticket sales uh, for the Atlanta Falcons, but uh, Tom Brady owns them. I think we've established. Yeah, buddy, man, it's a tragic, tragic event every week for a Falcons fan. I don't know how you're maintaining any kind of sanity around. Hard to believe it's real. The good news is the Patriots are out of the playoffs for the first time in a hundred years. Fuck them! Fuck them! Yes, uh, at least that. At least we have that to hang our hat on. Um, and the Jets are the best team in football. Uh, I think that's what we established. <laughs> they are not the best team in football. I mean, there I have a. This is this will sum it up for you. <laughs> What is that from? White man can't jump. Oh, that's what that's from. Come on, uh, man. It's yeah. I should have gotten that. That voice is so specific. You know, sometimes Billy, <laughs> when you win, you really lose. And sometimes when you lose, you really win. Oh, the Jets. Sometimes Those poor Jets. You tie. <laughs> yeah, I know. We just heard it. They lost. They 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 lost by winning. That's how they did. So everybody's mad. I think everyone's mad, but you know what? I, it's. I think they're. They get. They they deserve some credit for winning, though. That's a. They beat a really good team that really was trying hard to win the whole time. That's, that's true. That's, that's the thing I've been saying. Like, it's not like Vanderbilt is playing Alabama in football. You know, like. That game is not fair. Like that's there's not those 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 players are almost not the same species. When you get the best recruits in the country to come to your school and you play a team that isn't in the same playground of recruits, you can't really compete. But at the NFL, the worst team is really not that far off from a mediocre team and even the best team. These no. are all professional football players. All the teams have the same salary cap window. Um these are all big boys playing football on any given Sunday, man. It was cool to see the Jets win. Yeah. If, you, if you take away all the other stuff, they've been in they've been in a few games and, and not one. So for them to beat a really good team, I thought it was kind of fun. I had a very similar line of thinking around your Falcons because I was watching that game on Red Zone for a second, and they had the records up there. And you know, the Falcons are what four? I don't know what they are now, but they they were four and eight. I want to say and ten. I, I think four and ten. And uh, 
the Bucks had seven or eight wins before uh, while they were playing. I forget. But it's like, you know, you flip that on its head. The, the Falcons had at least two for sure games that they should have absolutely, no question about it, should have won. Right. And then like two or three more that were like, eh, if a couple of things go different, they win. So it's like there's not much that's keeping the Falcons from being a 9-10 win team this season. And it's just that's a couple right. of things that were different. So, yeah, you're right, man. The, the level of talent from uh, 32 to, to 1 isn't that far. Is it? I mean, th- there's a big difference. I, I don't know. Maybe that's too broad. There's surges, right? Teams sort of have these surges where they're kind of the salary cap and the talent pool and the, you know, the quarterback is playing out of his out of his shirt for a couple seasons and a couple of key rookies like are really hitting it and they haven't had to pay them yet. So their teams have these surges where it's all coming together and those teams are significantly better than the worst team when that happens. But yeah, it's still within the realm of possibility that a team like that loses. Arguably, you know, the Rams are maybe not this on a surge, but they're a solid NFL team. And they lost to the worst team in football this yeah, week. Yeah, I used to think that before this week. <laughs> yeah, right. I know. I know. Huh? Yeah, I mean they're decent. I think the the um, who did they play? In this? They played the Patriots in the Super Bowl, right? When they were there, I think they yeah. took their soul on that one. And they, they scored ha- three points. Yeah, they haven't recovered from that three points since. I mean, Total. That, it was terrible. One of the worst ah. Super Bowls ever. Maroon scored five. That was one of the jokes. Remember. <laughs> I forgot about that one. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I'm very bad at pulling a joke out of my ass from way back, but yeah. that, one, that one's memorable. That's a good one. Um, yeah, that's – and on the more practical side of things, also you have to embrace the, what the fuck are you doing winning a game right now? That's what I mean. They're so upset. I mean, on that side, I totally get to, like, you know – there's a kid sitting there waiting to be drafted who's I'm not a scout, but maybe the most solid, you know, prospect since Andrew Luck. Trevor. Trevor Lawrence just sitting there waiting to be scooped up by the Jets and they went and ruined it. Is he a sure thing? Can't miss? He's he's in that conversation. He's Andrew Luck ish. Yeah. Right? So the Steve Kornacki, I was surprised by these numbers. You love this dude. I think it's the I glasses love, and khakis, isn't it? I love Steve Kornacki. This one wasn't quite as compelling as like the couple prior have been really like he goes in there and he goes, and if they lose and if they win, he goes in and writes yeah. all the numbers. You look like him. That's great. I look, thank you. You do. <laughs> Big nerd. I look like all nerdy, <laughs> chewy looking TV dudes. Furious oh, IPS, surly. Surly? You're surly and furious in the same can? That's terrifying. How's Tastes that? Tastes good, though. Tastes good. Where's, where's that from? From Minneapolis. I believe Brian actually put me on to the Surly. And I finally oh. saw it in a uh, in a local store here. And, oh, cool. Uh, so I had to pick it up. It's good. That's yeah, nice. I almost brought a beer up with me, but I had so much going on. I just wanted to get here. Um, I don't know what my... You- my great friend, shout out to my boy uh, Ronald Schultz, who's been doing a lot of the. Um, uh, da, 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 da. I speak for a living. The photo not, stuff. I mean, not this year. Visual stuff. Uh, Photoshop. <laughs> he's been doing a lot of photoshopping stuff over at All Perlons. He's been a he's been a great uh, friend otherwise too. He just sent me some beers from Ohio. I'm going to grab a couple and take them over Beautiful. and share them with Andreas later. Very nice. Um. What was I saying? So, yeah, so Kornacki said it's something like 74% chance that the Jets going into this weekend would wind up with the first pick in the NFL draft. And after winning, it's down to like 31, something like that, 30%. So they still have a good shot because they're tied with the Jaguars, and the Jaguars have the tiebreaker, which I can only assume is which team has a shittier green color in their uniform. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> really teal that's what you're going with like you're teal. a bunch of grown men we're at teal what are you what is this an 80s prom dress <laughs> what are you what are you a matching cummerbund what are you miami nightlife <laughs> how do 
you sit down with an expansion franchise thing and you got all the execs and you, you pick Teal. It just seems weird. Um, uh, so they still have a shot. And now, do you – I mean, here's a legit question. Are you trying to win or are you not trying to win? If I'm the Jets, what do you mean? And any of these people involved, the the Jets players are trying to win, the Jets coaches are trying to win, but the ownership kind of doesn't want them to win. Is that what's <laughs> happening? The players and coaches like are getting – they're still putting out tape that people are going to decide whether they get a job next year. So they're trying to win, right? I don't know, man. The speculation of are they trying to lose or, or win? It's like, clearly we're not trying to lose. It's over. It's overdone a little bit. The conversation, like who, who cares? If you're no, just- it matters forever. It's Trevor Lawrence is going to be on a team that's different for the next fifteen years. He's got chicken legs, though. Somebody's going to break him in half. <laughs> uh- he does. He's got chicken legs, yeah. Chicken legs. He does. He looks too much like that uh, the guy that was on the cover of all the romance novels. What's his name? Are you talking about Fabio? Yes, he looks too much like Fabio. That's not <laughs> traditional. I had to uh, ask that as a question, of if, as if I wasn't 100% sure. I'm embarrassed. I'm a little bit embarrassed that I couldn't remember his name. But I'm more shocked that you know his name. Uh, and I want to say, this is a true story, one day, one afternoon, I worked out near Fabio. <laughs> Not with Fabio, but we were both in the gym working out. Now, I had on a t-shirt and he was wearing one of those pirate shirts that laces up because he's Fabio. Uh, he literally wore one of those shirts while working out. So you're in the same room? With oh Fabio? yeah, we were at the same... I went to the Gold's Gym in Hollywood. I, had got, I got some kind of like free six-month membership as a prize or somewhere or something. And I used to work out at Fabio's gym. <laughs> <laughs> I would see him in there maybe, you know, once a, once a fortnight or whatever. This is suddenly the only thing I want to talk about. Is he <laughs> taller than you? No, he's tiny. He he's like... He's a full head shorter than me. He's like jarringly short when you see him, but ridiculously built and Fabio-ish, sure, you know, yeah. all the hair's all done and he's all like made up for the day, you know. So what exercises is he doing when he's in there? Uh, it's Fabio. It does. He does everything. I don't know. He doesn't, he didn't seem to be trying very hard when I saw him, but. Maybe he has a real gym that he goes to where he really uh, like exerts himself. Yeah. And this is the he was in this the is the Hollywood. Gym. You're in a Hollywood gym and you're a fixture of Hollywood. You gotta. He can't be fucking around in there. You gotta look. You gotta look the part. I guess. Yeah. He just wanted to be seen so that you know seven years down the road, somebody on a podcast <laughs> would be talking about the time they worked out with Fabio in the same room. So he does the <laughs> strenuous stuff at home. Works up a little sweat. And he, he pops over on his little moped, which I assume he rides to the gym. Moped, sure. Drives the moped and then goes, does a couple bicep curls. You know, the show muscles, the show muscles. Now you kind of blaze through what I think is the headline here. He was wearing a fucking pirate shirt with the lacing during the workout. It's ridiculous. Oh my, wait, wait, wait. So like with the strings that are tied across? Yes. Oh my goodness. Like like he's on the cover of a romance novel. Oh my goodness! Yeah, that's right, Fabio. That's wild. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I've never heard this story before. All the years that I've known you, <laughs> like I want to start a whole new podcast. That's just I worked out next to Fabio, and uh, just talk to people that have worked out next to Fabio. Do you remember the story where Fabio was on a roller coaster and a bird hit him in the face? <laughs> That was like national news for a, for a week. I don't recall that. <laughs> I don't. Do I have that right? Can you Google that and make sure I'm not telling the people a lot? I'll do it. Let me see. You, you, you focus. Focus on what? I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure that I have this right. I want to. Uh, all right. While you're searching, I want to know. There's a comment on here that I wanted to put this up. <laughs> I got it. He was, it's, he's on a roller coaster and a bird hit him in the nose and he's bloody like he was in a fight. His whole nose and shirt are bloody. Can well, you imagine? Yeah, what are the can odds? you imagine the a, odds? a bird's beak penetrating you, your who, face? Who gets hit by a bird on a roller coaster? Have you ever heard of that ever? This sounds like a planted story. 
<laughs> I can't believe I had that right, too. It seems too impossible. Do you know what this is in reference to? Bridger Butterfield says you guys fucked up your streak. No, I don't know what that is. What does that mean? I don't know. If he wants Give to comment on that. I think it might be about which comes first. Oh, yeah, that's a good segue, whether he's right or not. Let him type us a note. Why don't we segue nicely to that? Because last week we... We were talking about the Jets anyway. We posed the question... For Fabio. Which comes first? The Jets. Yeah, he says the Jets. The Je- okay, the Jets get their first victory. Or Larry Fitzgerald goes a game without <laughs> catching a pass. And this is what you said last week. Oh, boy. I'm going to have to say the Jets win because I think there's a chance he retires this year and he's going to catch the next three, you know, catch a ball in the next three. And then he goes off into the sunset and the Jets have to wait until they play the Bengals next year or some shit. (laughs) (laughs) I'll leave the extra lean in on that. (laughs) Am I right? Is that the right answer? I think so. I think so, yeah. So I think I, I I thought you were actually wrong, but it turns out you were actually right. I was technically right, although the spirit of the thing we both got wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so the Jets did get their first win before Fitzgerald won a game without a catch. It's absurd. I had I had the Rams in my um, survivor pool. Guess who's out? I I there are only ten ten players left in this giant field. And I had far and away the best pick of the week. No one else no one else picked the Rams. I had like whatever it was, sixteen and a half points in a pro game. <laughs> I was sitting pretty and cocky. I was like, ah, one of these uh, one of these teams is gonna blow it. Not my team. I don't think you're alone on that one though. No, for sure not. I'm out. Yeah. Um all right. So what do you what do you got for next? What I got a I got a which comes next for next time. Yeah, all right, hit me. All right. Which comes which comes first? We got we to work on the branding. I don't even remember the name of what I'm doing. That's not good. Which comes first, Aaron Hodges? Is it a Carson Wentz touchdown pass or Adam Gase's next job? <sighs> <laughs> yeah, I got to exhale. That's what you got to do when someone writes a really good, which comes next. It's a good scenario. Which comes uh... first. Shit, I got it wrong again. <laughs> Conventional wisdom would say that Carson Wentz doesn't play another snap this year. Is that true? Is that really where we are? I think so. How did that happen so fast? It's over? I think so. $100 million? Like, wah. Yeah. Suck cost. Yeah. I think they're going to find some willing trade partners, though. Uh, but yeah, I think there's definitely 10 teams that can improve their quarterback situation. For sure. They could do much worse than Carson Wentz. Um, yeah. So there, there'll be some suitors, but I think he's done this year. They're going to see if Jalen can either lead him to the playoffs or at least uh, evaluate the talent, see if we got our guy. I'll, I'll buy that. Right? Um, it's one or the other. So I think he's going to play. So unless he hurts, gets hurt, Carson Wentz is done for the season. So we're talking about next season. Uh, and I don't believe anyone will take a swing on Adam Gase this year or this coming year, the next year. I don't, I don't think so. He doesn't go back down to coordinator and he's scooped right back up again. It's very possible. It feels like head coaches. There's always something for you lower down on the ladder. If you've ever been a head coach. Right. Right. So I wonder if he's got enough friends in the league that someone will bring him on the staff. All these Dan Quinn, Raheem Morris kind of guys like go back to the coordinator spot that they had prior. Right. Like they, they say, like you they know, take shot at, and then they go back to where they were. That's what it feels like. A lot of people get that chance and you don't really hear about it. Like you barely knew where Pat Shermer landed. You right. Know what I mean? right. Um, Freddie Kitchens didn't even know he was a giant. Um, right. So maybe there's a job for him. But I'm going to say Carson Wentz throws a touchdown first. Because I think Gase might have to go a year without getting hired somewhere else. So let's go with Carson Wentz. All right. All right. Just to be contrarian, I'll go the other way. It's a coin flip. It is a coin flip, for sure. Yeah. I'm going to say Gase, you know, whatever, March gets a job as a coordinator. 
and Carson Wentz hasn't thrown a touchdown yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm looking right. I'm looking forward to the playoffs for my scenario and it's almost instant gratification. We're only a few weeks out, so we'll we'll have a yes or a no or a right or wrong in a few weeks at least. Who gets their first playoff win? Is it going to be the AFC East champion Buffalo Bills? Oh. Congratulations to them and their yeah. fan base. That's a great story. Long time coming. Is it going to be them? Or will it be the Seattle Seahawks? Who have been one and done in recent history. Which comes first? Bills, Bills playoff win, Seahawks playoff win? Yes. The Bills are super hot right now. I mean, if you... It's hard to not think they're like the real they're a real serious contender and they're maybe the number one threat to the Chiefs. I think so. And the Hawks. Oh, we're getting to go Hawks from Lisa. I like the Hawks. They were my preseason pick to to wind up playing the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Uh, and for the first eight games or so, they uh, I looked like a genius. But in the last few games. They're not putting it together. I don't know what's happening. Uh, I'm going to say Bills. I think the Seahawks have, have shown some weakness, weak spots, and uh, their defense is historically bad, even when their offense has been good. So I think a, t- a team could sneak up and knock off the Seahawks. An underdog could beat them maybe in a way that maybe the Bills could survive. How's that? So you're saying Bills. I'm saying Bills comes first. For the Bills. I love that there's a there's a good Bills team and a good Browns team. Yeah, that's fun. It's been a long time since we've had either one of those things. I'm very happy for the Browns and, and their fan base as well. I mean, the, the Bills are getting a lot of love, but the, the Browns deserve quite a bit too. Yeah, I agree. So I agree. What do you say to this? What do you what's your call? I think I agree with you. I'm on I'm on the same kind of uh, wavelength. As far as uh, momentum and who's got the juice right now, and it's definitely the Bills. So um, the only uh, possibility is that maybe the Bills get a bye, possibly. So that would delay things by a week. No, Chiefs get it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Bills. I'm going Bills. Okay. <clears throat> Fully behind the Bills. Love you got to get Steve Kornacki in here and figure out who they're going to be playing. <laughs> Come on, man. You look like him. Do your best impression. If you're listening, <laughs> if you're listening and you don't know who Steve Kornacki is, he was he's one of those election map guys. He, I think he was on MSNBC. I think he's the now, guy. He was, he was the buzzworthy guy from this year. I mean, the CNN guy, I forget his name, but John he's King. kind of the go-to. What's his name? John King. Yeah, John King is the go-to. He's the he's the hot new John King. That's basically who Kornacki is. And somehow he was he was grabbed by Sunday Night Football to come in and talk about playoffs, which is so weird. And somehow it works. He's got this passion and enthusiasm and knowledge base, and he just puts it all together. He's got these very short segments, and he's there with the map, and he's like, and if and if if the Steelers lose tonight, and then and then the then this is going to happen, and then this seed, which is our, they're actually ahead, but then you know the model shows that they're less likely to make the <laughs> And he scratches stuff and writes numbers, and he's great. Yeah, I think I, I tune him out when he starts doing this stuff because I, oh, I, I, I think I got like I lean in. I'm like, oh, I gotta get no, some information. I got PTSD from election coverage. <laughs> I don't want to go back there. And it's funny. I, I I heard him on. He was on Pat McAfee's show this week, and yeah. Pat loves him and sure. like was gushing to him about him. It was actually kind of interesting to hear, like basically a loud, charming jock like gush about a nerd. You know what I mean? <laughs> it was like an interesting dynamic. And Steve didn't really know what to do with it. He was like, "Oh, well, thank you." Like Pat would just go on these long speeches about how compelling Kornacki is, and then Kornacki is left to go, oh, well, thank you. I really appreciate I, I thank you for saying that. And, and then he kind of answers whatever the vague question was. It was it – was go listen to – Pat McAfee's compelling dude for sure. He's, so. he's great, yeah. I'm not uh, surprised that he's geeking out over Kornacki. I mean, yeah, that's great. Kornacki it's, secretly wants to be Pat McAfee and vice right, versa. Right, of course. Yeah. 
Yeah, we all want a, a little piece of us. We all want to be Pat McAfee. Sure. He's like the he's like the current Gronk of <laughs> NFL broadcasting. Ah, come on, I was just starting to like him. <laughs> no, I, I mean in the same way. Like, there's some things I don't love about him, but I would love to be him for a summer. Nah, you know that kind of daydream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know? totally. Yeah, same kind of thing. Um, so what was my point anyway? Uh. Yeah, Kornacki's great. If you don't know who I'm talking about, watch Sunday Night Football and jump on the bandwagon. <laughs> um, uh, so, all right. So we did that. We did that. What about taps on the back? Yeah, we're looking forward here. Let's uh, stay here in this in this week. And uh, well, I guess my kudos and taps on the back are gonna go to the finalists in the Quick Snaps Listener League. Congratulations to Ben and to Ryan, two longtime listeners. I actually like both of those guys. So participants in the Quick Snaps Listener League. I don't like the other people in the league, but I happen to know those two a little more. I got a bone to pick. I'll bring that up after your kudos and taps on the back. Oh my goodness! Yeah. I'll do. I'll keep it brief because I know this is an interesting conversation that I want to have with you, and I, uh, I know some of the details. So. Uh, to Ryan uh, and to um, Are you still doing ben. kudos? Got a kudos. Taps oh. Congratulations on making the finals. Good luck to both of you. Well deserved. Okay, and super briefly, I'll give mine to Baker Mayfield, who has been at the helm of a team that has gotten so much shit and was supposed to be the thing last year and weren't, and then got more shit. And he just kept his head down when he wasn't filming commercials. And... Uh, <laughs> got better at football and continued to be cocky and interesting and compelling. And now his team's good. So good for him. Got yes. a good coach and they seem to have it together. It's, it's fun to see a good Browns team. That's been, I want, that's probably the number one wish I had from like five years ago as an NFL sort of fan broadly. That wasn't about my team or the Patriots sucking. Uh, I want a good Browns team and it happened. Anyway, that wasn't brief, but kudos. Got a kudos. It is nice to hear, though. It is nice to hear coming out of your mouth, uh, coming around on Baker, because he he deserves it, man. He's for all the reasons you said. I'm a big fan of the guy. All right, yeah. My bone to pick. This is crazy. I know some of this story. Lay it all out for the listeners. I know you checked out because you were a basement dweller, but in the (laughs) in the league drama, right before you open the story, it's true. I have to have to have to admit. You have to just take that. I wasn't playing this week. It's playoff week. (laughs) I wasn't in it, so I didn't pay attention. That's all true. All right. Gather around the campfire. It'll it'll burn for maybe five minutes. Uh, I have a story to tell. There's a – in the league, we have – It's a fantasy fantasy etiquette. It's a question of fantasy etiquette. 16-team PPR. 16-team PPR. It's a hell of a feat to build a roster. In this league. Yes. yes it is. <laughs> so we had a player who is not in the playoffs <laughs> drop his entire roster, except for, I think, one person. It's unheard of. The, you know, the day that the waivers go or whatever. I don't know when he did it, but it's unacceptable. He dropped the whole roster. And now, you know, there's no matter how bad your team is, there's one or two people that could help another team. So now, I mean, it's one of those like unspoken rules. You don't do it, but maybe this person, I, I want to give them the benefit of the doubt and say maybe they just made a mistake. But it feels like that move, which I've been tempted to do in the past, so I kind of understand maybe the logic. But maybe I'm projecting, but I feel like that move is to only be an agent of chaos <laughs> to drop your whole roster and say, look at my imprint on the league and what happened. You won because you picked up Calvin Ridley because I dropped him. It feels like a look at me thing. Like, why would you drop the whole roster? It's completely insane. The more I think, you told me this today in the afternoon. I've had some time to think about it. It's crazy. It's either A, he doesn't understand what's happening because he's new to fantasy, which is terrible. Or B, agent of chaos theory. Which is really fucking terrible. Like, either way, it's terrible. It's what are you doing? It's an interesting thing to do, but, I mean, it's it throws the whole thing into into chaos, which which is what ended up happening. I accidentally picked up a single Singletary from the Bills, 
Because as the commissioner, I had to be like, what are we going to do here? And we were kind of like trying to figure out, you know, don't pick them up. Nobody pick them up. But uh, Ryan is in England. So he was asleep. He didn't clear his waivers. <laughs> we, we both, we all agreed. That ben wasn't even on the message board, so I don't know what was going on with him. But uh, the other three participants were like, yeah, I guess we just won't pick them up. Like, what do we do? We have claims in, but we'll stop them. So we're like, all right, stop your claims. And then Ryan didn't get the message because he's in England. So he picked up James Conner and Calvin Ridley. And it was like, all right, can you please just <laughs> drop just them? available in a 16-team PPR league all of a sudden in, in the middle of the playoffs. Can you just drop them? And he did, and it was fine. And then I'm scrambling for a running back. I pick up uh, Singletary from the Bills. <laughs> and I didn't realize that he was part of the, the mass uh, roster drop. So now I started Singletary, realized my mistake. He's already played, and there's nothing I can do about it. So now I'm going, oh, my God. <laughs> now I got to take a zero at that slot or, like, see what the margin of victory is and give me a zero, whatever. Um, and then it was like, no, but maybe just take the lowest score of my running back on the bench and see what it is. Like, I don't know what I was going to do. I'm almost relieved that I ended up losing straight up, even with the, the Singletary points. <laughs> Um, but I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do if, uh, if I end up winning by like two points, you know what I mean? Like what's going to happen? We're just going to pretend that Ryan's in the finals. And then if he wins, he's officially the champ, even though, we, you know, I don't know, but I'm just angry and I want an explanation from, from JB. I want an explanation. God damn it. Yeah, I think that's fair because you are, first of all, you're, your team is alive and well, and it's relevant to you as a fantasy player. And even more so, and, and of course, dropping like a handful of key players, immediate starters into the pile of things that's happening randomly is ridiculous and unwarranted and unprecedented and awful. And you're the commissioner, and you got to go f figure out what the fuck to do and contact everybody. And I mean, what a nightmare all the way around for you in particular. It was bad. It was bad. And then you even did the boneheaded thing of snagging one of those guys and started. I know. That's my fault. I was dumb. I was dumb. When I was, like, scrambling, I, I can't even remember what, what day it was. It was either, like, Thursday or Friday. Like And I was like, oh, there's a Thursday game. There's a Saturday game. I better get this shit straight. And he was just sitting there, and there was no, like, waiting period. It was, like, there to claim. So in my head, I thought someone else had dropped him. I thought he was on someone else's roster. So I was just because he, he was a bum the last few games. He's got like three, or, three or four points, and I That's was desperate. True. So I was just figured if the the Bills win big, then I was all in on the Bills. Like they'll run the ball more because Allen and Diggs, who were on my team, did well, and now it's time to run the ball with Singletary. That was my reasoning for picking him up. <laughs> and it actually worked out perfectly, except for the fact that I wasn't supposed to pick him up. Because we made this agreement, so. none of this should be part of the calculus. It it's should awful. all be this. This guy, we got to kick him out. <laughs> I don't think we need to kick him out, but we, we need gotta, an we explanation. Kicking, I'm li JB. Listen, kicking you out is on the table. <laughs> it's at least in the first slot right now. Yeah, you you feel much stronger about it than I do, but I mean, it's crazy. You create a mess out of nothing for no reason. Yeah. I think we need to hit that message board, JB, if you're listening. We need an explanation. Uh, what is, I don't even know what second place is to kicking him out. The strongly worded email. <laughs> I don't know what the answer is. How either. I deal with all the problems in my life. Is this like our league spy gate? Like, are we going to like take a draft pick away? Well, we do have a, we do have the policy of relegating the bottom two yeah. coaches, managers every right. year to keep some new life and to give people a chance to get in the league or hardcore <clears throat> fantasy nerds and fans of quick snaps. And we're not doing this doing that this year because of the pandemic, and we, you know, this is kind of a bit of a wash kind of year. But we could kick a guy out for doing crazy <laughs> shit, right? <laughs> Sounds like you want to do it for the thrill, which you know, if you do, I'm behind. No, I'm just so annoyed that somebody <laughs> would do this. It's just not showing any respect to the other, you know, 15 players, particularly the other six who are alive and well in the play. After all season of all these meticulous little decisions and all the waiver and the thing, and who yeah. do I start? The entire yeah. 
four or five months, and it all comes down to these couple of weeks, and then you just like drop a bunch of you know can't do it, can't do it fireworks into a Halloween bag, and then whoever's lucky enough to be first on the waivers just picks up Calvin Ridley. No, that's, that's just stupid. It's crazy. So all right. Yeah. All right. That's it. Rant over. Uh, if okay. anybody has thoughts, feelings, should we? Should, maybe we'll put it up for a poll. I don't know. Yeah. Quick snap show. Uh, quick snap show at gmail dot com. What do we do with JB? Let us know. He's, he, not, gonna, he's not gonna farewell in the poll either. If it's any be, hardcore fantasy nerds like us. I don't know. Somebody might have a have a good explanation for it. I don't know. It's not collusion, right? He doesn't have a friend who's on the thing and trying to throw him Calvin Ridley well, in that, a way that's That's where the conversation goes. It's not that. It's just a guy being an idiot. I think so, cuz I don't I don't know if there's any alliances in in the Quick Snaps <laughs> League like, you know, you could probably think of in your home league. There's no alliances. Those two chicks are kind of chummy. <laughs> <laughs> Totally kidding. For those of you who are maybe new to the podcast, still remember this. We've, we've run the quick. This is the fourth season, right? We've had three full seasons, and then this is the fourth one. I think this might be the third. No, because we had a champion last year who wasn't a woman. Yeah. The first two years, we have two women in a 16-teamer, and the first two years, we had back-to-back female champions. Are you sure about that? Different women. Yeah. Why well, would I? I wouldn't misremember that. Did Randy win it the first year? Yeah, Randy. Randy wasn't. I think Randy was the second year. And then Susan took it. It was. I think Susan won the uh, won the inaugural season, and then Randy. If I have it right, I'm gonna have to go look through the archives and then Again, uh, not to parse all of the humanity into different gender piles. It was just kind of notable that both of the first two years were women in a in a hobby that's you know dominated by men. Generally, a bunch of dudes. Yeah, it was notable. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Anyway, kudos and taps and all that. And then Eric took yeah. it last year. Uh, <laughs> now I don't know. We'll see. Ben or Ryan? Ah, it's both good dudes. Good luck, guys. Yeah, that's fun. Uh, now I'm going to chime back in. I want to see. I want to see who's got who and what's going to happen. It's kind of fun. <laughs> Why don't you hit that message board, bro? <laughs> I'm out of it. All right. Uh, my brother and I in the league that I've been playing in with Andrea since the beginning of time, we we're both in the semifinals, and we we're both favored to win going into the weekend, and we both lost. Andreas lost and, like, scored some crazy 160 points and lost. And I lost Salvin Ahmed, but I'm not a, but I'm not mad about it or anything. Sounds like you might be a Andreas little. Team might be better, a little Andreas is feeling a little more pain, so he and I are going to be playing for the bronze medal. It's going to be a sad sack meeting tonight, huh? Yeah the 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 Economopoli third place game coming up. Good luck. Uh, that league's very comp- competitive. There's some hardcore fantasy dorks in that thing, and it's a little bit of a wackadoo keeper league where you get to keep a guy. One person from the year prior, but one round higher than when you drafted him. It's one of those kind of things. Mm. And you get to keep him for up to two years, and each year you lose a round. Anyway, it's complicated and fun, and the commissioner is a jerk. He's, a, as a mention, and a nerd and fun. Yeah. A jerk. It's <laughs> a good guess. They usually are. Commissioner's a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, oh, you know, nobody cares about this stuff, but uh, give me three sentences. Okay. Last week, Monday night, remember? I had to have, I, I was I was almost definitely going to win. I just had to have, uh, 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 I can't even muster the energy. Come on, you got it. It was a defense. It was, yeah. It was he. My opponent had. It wasn't my opponent. It's very complicated. Basically, Mike and I. One of us is going to the playoffs. I have twenty five percent chance to win. If I win, I'm in. If we both win, I'm in. If we both lose, I'm in. He has to have me lose and him win. I'm twenty five percent to win. He's like twenty five percent to win in his game. Go into the game. Kareem Hunt goes bananas, and he also has the Ravens defense. On the last play of the regular season, it's Monday night. 
of the last game before the playoffs. With two seconds left, Mike's down by a point and a half. And instead of squib kicking it like, to run out the two seconds, they kicked a full kickoff. And then the fucking team with the thing, and they ran, and they pitched it back seven times, and it was a safety, and that's why I'm not in the playoffs. And I, my team went bananas this past week, and I would have been in the Super Bowl. Somebody but, there was, but there was a pointless safety by the Ravens for no reason at the end of a thing on the very last two seconds of the regular season. Somebody needs to teach these boys that you can't throw it backwards if you keep running backwards. I apologize because I right? realize, of course, nobody cares about any of this. But it was oh, plenty of people. It was are completely insane and definitely the nuttiest thing to ever happen at the end of a fantasy regular season. It's absurd. That was pretty wacky. That definitely cost a lot of people. Yeah, the Ravens D. Lots of people have them. So all you needed was to be in some weird one point game, just like oh. All, you, all, all I have to do is not have Nick Chubb score a 60-yard touchdown and then the Ravens get a safety, and you're like 99% to win that game, and then suddenly you're crying in your craft beer and you're not going to the playoffs. That's what happens. <laughs> That's what happens. All right. I apologize for even doing that. But, no, no, um, no. We, were, we, we haven't really indulged in fantasy talk at all this year. So We did. <laughs> Ron Milford says strongly worded text. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Are you ready for your favorite segment? Ah, yes, of course I am. It's time for Coach Fights. This week, we have an epic matchup of tubby coaches who are long-tenured for one of them for one team for a very, very long time, and the other one has bounced around the league a bit the past few years. Similar statures, similar respect throughout the league. It's Bruce Arians versus Bill Belichick. <laughs> They're both tubby. I guess that's true. I, didn't, I don't think of either one of these guys as tubby, but I guess that's fair on both. Who you got? It's a hilarious picture of Belichick. He looks like he... <laughs> <laughs> It looks like he was just mugged, and he's he's in the police department, like reporting the crime. You see the holes in the shirt. It's great. It's so great. Now I was explaining this to uh, to Ron Schultz. Is it true that the league made him wear gear on the sideline, and this was his quiet fight against the league, is to cut the sleeves off and wear stuff with holes and everything? Is that right? Do I have that right? I don't know. I've never heard that. I'll have to look that up. You know, I saw him once. Who's that? Belichick. I saw him out in public, not at a Super Bowl thing. I've seen I've seen that a few times. I saw him on a on the bus to the rental car. You know what I'm talking about? Where you get fly into the airport and then you have to take the little like the Avis bus to yeah. go get your car. We were on the Avis bus together. And uh we we met eyes and I just kind of smirked and gave him a little nod like I recognize you but I'm not going to bug you, dude. And he did. He looked away. He didn't give me a thank you nod or I see what's happening here. I appreciate it. He just looked away. He's cold. He's, he's cold in his heart. He didn't acknowledge your acknowledgement? No. I, I want to acknowledge me, my acknowledgement. You're right. <laughs> that is what I want. <laughs> How about a fucking human moment of like, you know, I grinning mean, back or blinking or something? You want that from this guy? I I'm just reporting that it's not in him. You want that from this guy? I'm not shocked to hear that. Look at that face. You want a human moment with Billy Belichick? <laughs> Barking up the wrong tree, dog. <laughs> it kind of makes it better that he's a little bit extra crazy and weird and not human. It makes him easier to root against. He's a good, you know, he's a good foil. All right, so let's call him the Undertaker. <laughs> And uh, I don't know what you want to call Bruce Arians. Bruce Arians has some badassness about him. He kills Belichick in the first. It's like a Tyson fight. Kills him. Not kills him, but like it's oh, the fights. I have to call the fight immediately. It's not close. Wow. One round. Less than a round. Belichick is like an, he's an old. Uh, he's, he reads old and weak to me. I am stunned. 
Although Belichick's going to study this shit like nobody. He's going to prepare. He's going to know all of Arian's weaknesses, and he's going to like study with some crazy jujitsu guy and figure out the one angle he could win against go. the better opponent. You he's going to do all that, but Arians is still going to clock him in the face seven wow. times and it will be over. Wow. What if Belichick gives him a, like a nut shot? You know, he's got to he fight. Absolutely, he's got to fight dirty. No rules. He's got to yeah, fight he dirty. Doesn't, he doesn't care about cheating. That's right. So, I mean, you're talking about hair pulls. You're talking about kicks to the nuts. You're talking about some wackadoo spitting. grappling move that he studied that week in absolutely. preparation. Everything. He's spitting on you. He's pinching you. <laughs> all that. Ron Milford, if you didn't see the comments, is Arians, no doubt. <laughs> Only thing Belichick can do is beat him in a staring contest. <laughs> Woo. I don't think he would win at that either. Arians has got those fucking glasses and the crazy Kangol cap on, just lean into you. I'm with you, by the way. I think Arians definitely takes Belichick. <clears throat> Arians is like a football player. Belichick is like a teacher. Like, we you know, just in terms of feel <laughs> like personality and the way they carry themselves you know yeah yeah if you didn't if if we didn't know belichick as a football coach you would never pick that if you'd listen to him talk for a few minutes about something else you, you wouldn't go oh that's a football coach <laughs> arians is like like it comes out of his pores <laughs> <laughs> oh man that's funny it's all right yeah, so I think we're both in agreement. Arius okay. takes this. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna make up like some kind of tournament ladder at some point and figure out who's the ultimate champ at the end of the season. Uh, have a bracket to get everyone to bet on the brackets. Yeah, yeah, we'll make a bracket of all the winners and then uh, see who see comes JB out. JB fucked that up. JB, JB's gonna be. Oh no, poor JB. Is he gonna be our go-to guy for like something that's fucked up? That's the least we can do. Strongly worded jokes. That's my other default. <laughs> I like it. All right. <laughs> oh man. All right. Well, we we got some some news. We got some sponsors. We got some sponsors. We wanted to talk about that a little bit. Why don't you say a few words? We got people. We got advertisers. We never had legit. I mean, we briefly had Southern Sun Vodka. Remember those guys in the early days for you hardcore oh, listeners? Wow. We had sort of a gentleman's agreement with a with a uh, a vodka distributor. They have some other drinks too, but we we did some Southern Sun ads in the very early days, and we we also had affiliate deals with uh, FanDuel and DraftKings for a while, where we got a piece of the action that we sent their way. Uh, but in terms of an advertiser paying to play a thing, and that's brand new. It's very exciting this year. So we've got some of that going on. So listen to these guys and. Uh, support what they're doing and it helps support us yes and uh it's we do have some control over you know what what the advertisers say and do it's oh not, yeah we it's can not, say no to anything sure it's not total control but we appreciate you guys if you if you're listening i know it's an interruption to what you're used to so we just wanted to address it and let you know that it's not going to be all like typical sponsors we might get some stuff in here like this parenting is hard we all know that One of the biggest challenges is to stop cussing in front of your kids. If you're a potty mouth parent like me, then it's time for you to learn Philip Rivers English. In this first edition, you'll learn how to replace a naughty word with something more palatable. For instance, instead of saying, God damn it! You can be like Philip and say something like, That dumbass! See? That's easy. Now, you stubbed your toe on the kitchen counter, and it's a doozy. You may be tempted to yell, Fuck! Take it down a notch, like Philip would. Dolly! Now, your wife just took a smelly dump, and it aggravates the stew out of you. You may instinctively say, God damn, you fucking smell! You don't want your son repeating that. Try to say something more wholesome that still gets the point across. Unstinking believable! Learn Philip Rivers English today. Or just pick six easy payments of $17.99. Learn Philip Rivers English. First edition could be yours. Shipping and handling is free, but it might be intercepted. That's horse mess. <laughs> See, you might be interested in that. That's the kind of product you might be interested in. It's kind of, pro- it's kind of advertising we bring here. With some quick snaps. <laughs> Podcast. It's hilarious. It's hilarious hearing your voice, dude. It's, it's nice. Nicely done, buddy. 
Thanks, dude. Thanks. Yeah, I had to. I had to warn my wife. I was like, I'm gonna be yelling really loud down there and cursing, but uh, it's just for a sketch. I'm not losing my mind. It's for a sketch. It's good to tell the wife. I had to. I had to. <laughs> I mean, you heard. You heard that. That was. I'm gonna go into the man cave and scream like a maniac, and I might do the same line a few times. <laughs> it's got nothing to do with you, though. It's got nothing to do with you. Don't worry about it. We're on solid ground. Everything's great. <laughs> hey, Ronald Schultz chimed in. Look at that. Ronald Schultz is the one who did the uh, Photoshop work on that. Yeah, thing. well done, man. Yeah, he's he's doing some good work over there. He's I, great. I need he's a great. Photoshop guy. Let's talk turkey, Ron. Hat tip to uh, Ron Schultz. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. I'm gonna go drink a Ron Schultz beer here in just a second. We oh, it's kickoff. We should we should scram. Who's gonna Where win? What tonight? Yeah. Steelers Bengals. Yeah. yeah. There's not two Jets in one week situation. Come on, Steelers are on a losing streak. Steelers are win by 26. By 26? All right. Tape that shit. Play it again next week. I will. Oh, I just doomed myself. <laughs> All right, buddy. Uh, enjoy your third place party with Andreas. And uh, yeah. Merry Christmas to you. And uh, happy birthday as well. I'll get that That's out right. on the table right Merry now. Merry Christmas, so. everybody. Yeah, it's my birthday this week. And. Uh, uh, happy holidays to everybody, however it is that you celebrate. Uh, hopefully you can uh, get with family somehow. Yeah, yeah. It's this, <laughs> I, it's this weird area. Yeah, That's a weird thing, and we're all trying to figure it out, so make some good decisions, hang in there. Just as a quick example, my family does this sort of uh, – we have a cookie-making tradition where we do the cookout, cut out the cookies, and then we ice them and sprinkle them and stuff. We make funny shapes and different colors, and sometimes we decorate them with a lot of great detail. And so this year, the two houses are doing it simultaneously via Zoom. Yeah. So we're trying to keep some of the things alive and yet not intermingle too much. So, you know, hang in there, make some good decisions, be safe, everybody. Yes. But happy holidays. Happy holidays. <laughs> All right. Uh, take it easy. Thanks for listening. Do Bye, everybody. Talk? Thanks for listening. Go. There's still hope for I the Giants. Talking? There's still hope for the Giants, right? Technically. Where's Kornacki? Where's Kornacki? <laughs> if the Eagles and the thing and the Cowboys and every if everyone loses and the Giants don't play their quarterback, then maybe. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.